0: What's up, everybody? This is the Second Win Leadership Podcast. My name is James. Um, This podcast is dedicated to all of the leaders out there who want to quit and the people who love them. Listen, if we want to see things change, we're going to have to change the way we lead. And so this episode, I want to dig into a topic that is really near and dear to my heart. If you were listening before, you know we talked about... And what I found in quitting is that there are a lot of misconceptions. A lot of folks will say quitters never win uh, or winners never quit and quitters never win. And the challenge is that there are some things that we need to quit. Right, there are some things that just don't make sense for our life. There are some things that we need to stop. There are some relationships, there's some habits, there are some things that there's some mindsets, there are some things that we need to quit. And so the challenge though with quitting is not necessarily uh what we're quitting. The the question is why am I quitting? What's behind my quitting? And so listen, we're gonna dive right into this. But if any of this content is helpful for you, I encourage you to. To like I encourage you to share I encourage you to sh- uh, subscribe please leave a review after you listen And in fact I'd love for this to be somewhat of a dialogue between us so don't just listen but let's let's dialogue send some questions my way questions at james wilson Junior.com. again you can send some questions at questions at james wilson com. I want to hear from you um, I-, I want to just be able to uh converse with you. And in fact, as time goes on, I want to make sure I invite some guests to answer your questions and I'll do my best to answer your questions as well. So here's where we want to start. Let's get to it. Why do we quit? Why do we quit? The truth is everybody wants to quit at some point. The issue isn't quitting. The issue is quitting prematurely. So so what I want you to do is I want you to actually think about that. You actually have to look at why you're quitting, when and why are you quitting? You don't have to have all of the answers, but you do want to get clear on why you're quitting because the challenge is if you're not clear on why you're quitting, you'll find yourself in a new environment and a new space and a new uh, house with a new spouse, new money, new job, new new things, new friends, new school. But the challenge is you'll still want to quit. Because the truth is, you probably figured this out already, that wherever you go, you bring yourself with you. And if you haven't actually dealt with some of the areas or some of the issues that you are dealing with, if you haven't really really figured out why you're quitting, the reality is you'll probably find yourself ready to quit again. And so what I want you to know is that everyone wants to quit at some point, at something, but we've got to get clear on why we're quitting and when we're quitting and then really get clear on what you're quitting. So this episode, I want us to focus on why we quit right? So if you're listening, um, I just want us to talk really clearly on why we quit. Let me share a little bit of myself. Um, many of you know, as you're listening, I am uh, a pastor. One of my jobs is I'm a pastor, right? I'm also a full-time husband, full-time father. I do some uh, coaching and consulting on the side, but I'm a full-time pastor. And I had to confess to the congregation that I serve a couple of months ago. As you're listening to this, it was a couple of months ago where I had to make this big confession. And I told my congregation after I'm, I'm preaching, I said to them, I really wanted to quit. Like, no joke. Like, I really wanted to quit. And the challenge is, is that it would have been okay, right? Because in my profession, uh, I think the stats are something like 1800 pastors quit per month. Don't quote me on that just yet, but I believe that that's one of the statistics, uh, this one is, is definitely one. One in five pastors actually make it to re- retirement. And so the challenge is with my education and my experience, I could have left this job or left this, this opportunity in my calling, um, as a pastor and found something that would have doubled my salary. But the truth is, I did not want to really quit, but there were some things that were driving me. There were some things that were moving me. There were some things that were actually probably indicators and reasons of why I wanted to quit. And I want to highlight that for us today as well, because I could have quit in that moment, but I would have been giving up so much. See, the truth is even in my profession that you don't actually see the benefits of, of what you've been doing. You don't actually see results or the fruit of your ministry until you're like three to five years in to serving. And so I would have probably quit premature. And again, you guys bear with me. I'm from Philly. I may talk a little fast. And so again, leave me a comment. Let me know if this is trekking with you. But what I want us to get is that the issue is not quitting. The issue is quitting prematurely. So let's look at it. Why are the reasons that we quit? In other words, what are the reasons that we quit? And I actually think that there are three big reasons. As you do some of this research, um, there's three big reasons. This is near and dear to my heart because I told you that I wanted to quit. And what it also made me do is I actually had to go and do some research. I was actually working on a master's degree and a part of my um I, my thesis was to actually talk about what causes pastors to quit and not only quit, but to actually burn out. And what we see in my profession is people quit. And when they quit, they don't just quit their job, but they quit their lifestyle, they quit their values. Many of the pastors who quit never actually come back to uh being a pastor or anything to do with ministry and so i really have a passion for shifting some of that and the main cause if we were to look at the the big reason if the 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 big bucket the reason that people quit in ministry the reason that you probably want to quit the reason that all of us find something that we want to quit it probably relates to something called burnout burnout and I just want to give us three reasons why we quit, why we burn out. Here it is. Number one, if you are listening, number one is exhaustion. Exhaustion. You can't see this if you're listening. But if you're watching, you probably are watching beads of sweat come down my head. I'm in my garage. This is my renovated garage or a little, uh, you know, podcast studio space, and I'm trying to figure it all out. But the truth of the matter is, um, today, what I felt was I'm exhausted. Had a nice good week, but it was long. A lot of different meetings and adjusting to transitions and shifting and being a leader is challenging. And so what happens is exhaustion is I've been operating in a way that may not be healthy for me. And so what I feel is I feel tapped out. In other words, my rhythms and my routine can't support the pace or the space or the race that I'm in. The challenge is I may be going in a race at a pace that's not sustainable. And what you probably will feel when you're exhausted is you are physically Exhausted. Like, I just don't want to be bothered, right? That's exhaustion. I physically don't want to be bothered with anyone. Don't, don't look at me. Don't touch me. Nobody call me because I don't want to talk emotionally. You may be spent, right? You find yourself digging into, uh, things for me. It's always let me dig into another show, binge watch something else because emotionally, I don't have the capacity to give anything else out mentally. You may be exhausted. There are times where I'm reading two or three books at a time, maybe more, and they're also times where I get mentally exhausted, relationally, you're exhausted, whatever it is for you. I don't don't know what it is for you, but I just want you to begin thinking through how you've been thinking. And I want you to actually ask yourself the question, what's the language that you've been using? Because that actually gives you a good indicator of probably what's going on in your life. And so I want you to think about as we go through this, what does it sound like? And what exhaustion sounds like often is I'm tired. Right, straight up. I'm tired. I no longer have the energy. I no longer have the capacity to do whatever it is you're asking me to do. So look at that at your job. You you may be exhausted. I no longer have the energy because I've been running at a pace, I've been running in a race at a pace that I can't sustain. I'm exhausted. You know, my wife and I had a conversation not too long ago. And she was talking and we're both kind of sharing the the ups and the downs of parenting. And she was telling me like, she feels like she's lazy. You got to understand that's the furthest thing from who my wife is. She is a homeschooler, but she's also a stay-at-home mom. On top of that, she's leading her homeschool co-op. She finds time to connect with people all over the world. She checks on people. She has a heart of gold. Anytime you need her, she's on it. She's doing it. And so my wife is probably one of the hardest working people I know. But for her, she felt lazy. And I said to her, babe, maybe maybe it's not laziness maybe you're exhausted. And I wonder for you that maybe it's not laziness that you're feeling, maybe it's exhaustion. Um, it's constant change, right? it's the uncertainty. It's the fact that you're parenting someone, you're giving into something that you don't actually see results in. I know that's a lot of times for folks in ministry that we are giving, we're constantly pouring out and constantly giving to others and never really actually see the results of that, right? You don't actually ever get a chance to see often the the life change because people are often just looking at you to be the one to show up. And it's one of those pieces that you now, are exhausted that's number one right so what i want you to think about is what does it sound like it sounds like you're tired and so what you may need to think about is if i'm exhausted maybe i need to find ways to rest before i quit do i have a healthy rhythm of rest the other thing i want you to think about number two is the first one is exhaustion the second one is fear fear This kind of shows up as inadequacy at work. In other words, I don't have the courage to do this. The other one says, I don't have the capacity. Fear says, I don't have the courage to do this. And what shows up often is procrastination. It shows up in perfectionism, right? If you think about it, all of the isms in our society are rooted often in fear. In other words, I don't have the courage to understand someone or to uncover something or to go to a place or to sit with a person and so because I don't understand because I don't have the courage to confront things because I don't have the courage to go to certain things in certain places I start to develop isms. And you know what you what I've noticed is that it's actually hard to hate up close. It's hard to hate up close and so you start to realize that I hate the things that Really, I don't understand and really I begin to hate the things that I'm afraid of. And so what is it? Maybe for you, fear, it sounds like I can't do this. I can't do this. Sometimes it sounds like I just don't have enough to do this. I am not enough. I can't do this. Can I be completely honest with y'all? That's what you're going to get from me, just so you'll know. Um, I have been terrified to start this podcast. In fact, I felt myself um, a couple of weeks ago sitting on my sofa. I recorded one episode and I sat on my sofa and I felt this deep sense of inadequacy. I felt this deep sense of fear and overwhelm. And when I started to think about it and I started to check myself out, I I talked to a friend of mine and he says, James, the challenge is, man, you're just afraid. And he was right. I am terrified. I was terrified of what you would think of me. I'm terrified of how you would receive me. I'm terrified of what you might think and I'm terrified. And so because I was terrified of it, I actually didn't go and do it. And, and what it, what it started happening is I started creating these excuses of why I shouldn't go and, and when I would get to it. And I started to come with uh, procrastination. And then I was looking at the episode that I created before and I started to get into the mindset of perfectionism because I was Afraid. And so, what I want you to realize is that what you are probably experiencing is the task may be too big right now. So you may be struggling because the task seems so so big, and you guys probably, if you're watching, you keep seeing me push my hands to the left because my daughters are coming in here every time I'm trying to record, and they want to. They're they're being my daughters. They're being uh, the the loveliest girls I could ever imagine. But the challenge is they just they're just trying to love on their daddy, and I'm just trying to get this done because I got to get it done. If I don't get it done, I'm gonna be afraid. And then this is that's a real time example for you guys. Like I was terrified, and so I had to figure out a way of recording this because I wanted to connect with you, and I wanted you to know that you weren't by yourself. But what I realized in this process is that the task was too big, and because the task seemed so big, it felt overwhelming to me, and I actually didn't feel like I had the courage to pursue the thing that I felt like I was supposed to pursue. What does that look like for you? Maybe for you, it's your leadership. I don't have the courage to address some of the things in my life. Maybe it's the person that you're leading. I don't have the courage to confront some of the things that, that you know, they're doing. I don't have the courage to, to do the thing. And so what I want you to think is if if you're struggling with fear, let me give you some courage for a second. Take the very next step. Find a small step. List out the next five steps and take that first step, okay? Here's a third thing. And then, you know, I, I'd love to just be able to give you some some hope and some homework. The third thing is this. The reason that we quit is first, it's exhaustion. Number two, it's fear. Number three, though, is what's called disengagement or lack. I like to call it a lack of ownership. It's when you're indifferent. Uh, you think about that. Sometimes we find ourselves getting on autopilot in life. We get on all of autopilot and the challenge is we never intended to get to the place that we got to, but we never intended to get anywhere else. And so we find ourselves on autopilot. And the truth is with life is that you never drift towards health. I've never seen anybody drift towards getting a six pack. I've never seen anybody drift towards uh, being spiritually healthy. I've never seen anybody drift towards having a good relationship. It just, we accidentally find ourselves in places because we usually are not taking ownership of the spaces that we're in. And sometimes that's not your fault. Right. Uh, The the truth is that that not everything is your fault, but you do have to realize what's your responsibility and what happens when uh, lack of ownership or disengagement show up is that it usually sounds like I'm checked out. The first one is I don't have the capacity to do this. The second one is I don't have the courage. I can't do this. And this one sounds like I'm checked out. There was a time where I was fully engaged, but over time, things have kind of gotten stale. Things don't work like they used to. And I'm just tired of putting forth any effort. I don't want to try anymore. I'd rather you just leave me alone because it seems like this is hard. And what happens is you find yourself getting bitter. Um, you find yourself developing resentment if you're at work you find yourselves uh, feeling overlooked even in your your relationships you're feeling overlooked and you feel like no one is paying attention to you and because no one is paying attention to you and you feel like you're overlooked, you typically will check out ah, well I'll just show up I'll, I'll show up I- I'll be here but I won't actually do anything worthwhile. I- I'll show up but I won't contribute what I normally would contribute. And so this happened to me recently. This is, I just want you to know this is real for me. My wife and I, um again, just came back from a weekend retreat. And one of the things that we talked about is how we were unintentionally drifting. Right? You catch that out? Like You catch that we were unintentionally drifting because we were not being intentional on our relationship. I love my wife. We've been married for 13 years. My wife is my best friend and she would say the same thing about me but it's crazy that when we we weren't intentionally being unintentional. We just weren't being intentional. So we unintentionally drifted. I know that was a little confusing, but the truth is you don't just arrive to something. You don't just land there. I love this quote by Martin Luther King Jr. in the Strength of Love. He's talking about this idea that, you know, uh, the opposite of love is not hate, but he's quoting um, the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is indifference, and he gives this quote, and it really strikes me. He says, to, too, that we're sometimes too unconcerned to love, too passionless to hate, too detached to be selfish, too lifeless to be unselfish, too indifferent to experience joy, and too cold to experience sorrow. They are neither dead nor alive. They merely exist. Anybody feel like that? Like you're merely existing, that you're on autopilot. You're, you're just, you're indifferent. And what happens is you do that long enough and you want to quit because the thing no longer has passion. The thing that used to be maybe the joy and the passion of your life no longer has the same energy because you've checked out. And so the thing that I want you to shift is what would it look like for you to take a step of checking in? Which, what would it look like for you to feel again? And I'm not saying you need to try to hurry up and make yourself uh, uh just just feel something, but sometimes you have to do it before you feel it. I just say this in my life. We know that we love each other and we're committed to each other. And so there aren't always times. I'm not always feeling the, the 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 goosebumps and I'm not always feeling the sunshines and the rainbows, I'm not always feeling the butterflies, but I am committed to loving her. And so there are moments where it's like, all right, well, I'm gonna kiss you. And I know that once I get there, I'm going to feel it. But the truth is I've got to choose before I actually feel. So I've got to act before I feel at times. And this is one of those situations where if you're finding yourself feeling indifferent, find something that you can attach purpose to. Find something that you can find meaning in. Does that make sense? I hope I hope this is trekking with everyone. But here are the three reasons that we quit. Number one is exhaustion. What it sounds like is I'm tired. Right. I'm, I'm, I don't have the capacity to do anything else. Number two is fear. It sounds like I can't do this. I just don't have the courage to do this. Number three is disengagement. I'm checked out. Like I, I don't even, I don't even want to be here anymore. Indifference. And so, you guys know this is Second Win. This is called the Second Win Podcast, Second Win Leadership Podcast. And what I want to give you is strategies that'll help you go longer and stronger, right? To help you go further in your leadership and further in your life. The truth is that if we want to see things change, we've got to change the way we lead. So let me give you some action steps. Next episode, I'm going to dedicate the whole episode to give you three powerful solutions for how you can develop a second win. Maybe you've burned out, but I want to give you three powerful solutions that'll help you bounce back, help you bounce back from burnout. I'm not going to do it this episode because we don't have enough time, but what I do want to do is I want you to really think through this, determine where you are. So there's often a gap between where you are and where you want to go. And all we want to identify today is I want you to determine where are you? Where are you? Ask yourself that question, and I'm going to ask myself the same question. Where am I? See, the biggest hindrance to where I am and where I'm trying to go is that often I'm not honest of where I'm starting. I'm not honest of where I'm at right now. So here's a couple of questions for you to ask yourself. What am I saying to myself all the time? Just, Just take an inventory of what's going on in your life and ask yourself, what am I saying to myself all the time? Is it that I'm tired? Yeah. do i feel checked out do do i feel not heard do do i feel like i can't do this and that might give you an indication of why you want to quit that might give you an answer for why you want to quit and that may help you make a a, a very healthy decision cuz now you won't be quitting prematurely but you'll actually be really clear on okay this is why i'm leaving And that's ownership. That's adulthood. That's saying, yep, I'm going to take responsibility for this. Number one is why or what am I saying to myself all the time? Number two is what am I feeling? I love this. Feelings are great indicators, but they are terrible decision makers. We need them. They are essential. Feelings and emotions are necessary. I love it but they're great indicators. They let us know that something's going on, but they are terrible decision makers. So right now I just want you to get clear on what are you saying to yourself all the time? Number two is what are you feeling right now? And number three, here's the last one. Number three is what am I doing? See, if you're cold outside, if it's cold outside, you're going to put on a jacket because you generally do things because your feelings have indicated some things or your emotions have indicated some things your environment has indicated some things have shifted and so you do things to match your belief system and so what I want you to be really clear on is what am I doing right now what's the what's the thing am I what am I doing at work what am I doing in my relationship what am I doing with the people I'm leading uh, pastors what are you doing with your congregation right now What are you doing in your own walk, What in your own spiritual walk, your emotional walk, your your mental walk? What are you doing currently? Three questions. What am I saying to myself all the time? What am I feeling and what am I doing? Here's the truth, y'all. You may be struggling and wanting to quit, but leadership is so important. I want you to understand that what you are doing is so significant, that who you are leading is so significant. And if you quit prematurely, there are lives at stake. If you quit prematurely, there are some people who never get an opportunity to become who they were meant to be because you quit too soon. There are people in the wings. There are people uh, just coming alongside that need you more than you realize. And here's the truth. Beyond the folks who need you, you owe it to yourself to really get clear on where you're going, what you're doing, and why you're doing what you're doing. And so before you quit, family, before you quit, let me give you a second win. Let me give you a strategy really quickly. Figure out where you are. And I bet you'll start getting some clear answers on where to go next time. I hope you'll join me. Listen, here's the truth. Like, share, subscribe. This is a second win leadership podcast. If we are going to see things change, we're going to have to start changing how we lead. All right. Love you guys. Again, if this was helpful, like, share, review, uh, give me give me some feedback tell me more about it um, James your your head's too big your hat's too dark um, man your smiles not bright enough whatever it is like I need some feedback but also let me know if this is some content that you're enjoying it uh, enjoying and share with some other folks questions if you got questions share it at questions at james jr.com yo family this is gonna be good uh, the next episode I'm gonna dive into uh the three powerful solutions to bounce back from burnout. Three powerful solutions to bounce back from burnout. If you are leading people, you don't want to miss that. So stay tuned. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.